Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome to Going In Raw Dirt Sheet, the best place you can be going to for your pro wrestling news and information. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just switched up the intro a little bit. You did a lot. Anyways, we're available right Blew here. me off. Right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available also wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe and notify button if you're on the YouTube. Sometimes... Sometimes YouTube will unnotify people and unsubscribe them, Larson. Not very nice. Very frustrating. Anyways, we're also available on the uh, Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got all sorts of great reward tiers there, including shirt. This is my Los Ingobernables de Hipponter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to help support the show, go on iOS podcast app. Leave rate review or rating. This is like an impressionistic intro. <laughs> it's like you take the normal, you took the normal script, chopped it up, and yeah. put it back together in a random order. I know this is bugging the crap out of me. I've got more negative space on my side. Look, you can see all of Michael Hayes next to me, and it's gonna bug me. The oh come on! Time. It's gonna bug me the entire time. It's all good. Tell me about pro wrestling tees. We're on pro wrestling tees too at prowrestlingtees dot com slash going in raw. A bunch of designs, um, including the uh, top seller Slow Wolf. Hey, 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 hey! You're not me. Do I have the whole thing on this one? Uh, that whole thing doesn't work. I used to have that whole sea of shirts. Yeah, this thing is. Uh, Kind of spotty. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Especially no, when it works. It's great when it works, but sometimes it's just mind-bogglingly, like, it just has a mind of its own. Yeah. It's technology for you. Yeah, and it, well, it's technology also, it's, you know, user... Extension. It's user area. It could be. It could be. Look, aliens are a real thing now. According to New York Times, yes. Yeah, find out more about that on Truth Exposed. That might be your side project in 2018. It needs to be. Stay tuned to learn more. But let's talk about some wrestling news. It's kind of a bit of slow news week. Probably due to the holidays. There's that fun. Hence... 
the lack of going in raw dailies, we decided, for the most part, let's just save the news for Dirt Sheet. Yeah, sure. So we have more time to talk about stuff. Yeah, well, wait, did you mention that the year's coming to in the holidays, so we're doing less, a little bit? No, I just said this week there's been a slow news week, oh, okay, so we yeah. decided to, to put all the news together in Dirt Sheet. And not worry so much about dailies. I'm looking forward to the new year because, like, so we got this holiday stuff coming up. We want to take a couple of days off, so we're front-loading a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, But I'm looking forward. I've got a couple of good ideas for 2018 that I think you'll you'll have fun with. We've been sort of at odds about the WWE if thing. I found a compromise that I think will work. All right. To your, to your, what, what, what is that? All right. He shrugs it off. All right. Anyway, look at this. I got this from Hot Topic. Yeah. And then we're going to exchange Christmas gifts today. Yeah, yours is right there. I'm very excited about this. I'm I didn't go, uh, like last year I went pretty all out. I got you a pair of Jordans. Yeah, I know. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't go as all out. I didn't year. go as all out as I thought I was going to go out last year when I was thinking about what I wanted to get you. Um, but I, I'm really, I think these are, these are really, I guess two things I'm happy, are really I'm good. happy with what I got you too. Good, good, good. Um, so anyways, let's talk about some wrestling news. Yeah. Um, first of all. A lot of people like Dean Ambrose. They do. So let's talk about Dean Ambrose and, and why he's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, if if you watched Raw this past Monday, you would have seen that uh, they apparently wrote Dean Ambrose off TV due to some sort of arm injury Samoa suffered Joe. at the hands of Samoa Joe. Yeah. But that was, in fact, a cover for a real shoot injury he suffered at some point because uh, he'd been wearing an elbow pad or brace. Um, for a while, this is kind of a time-honored tradition. When somebody gets injured, they and they need to write them off TV then because they of the injury. Kayfabe injured them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So uh, on Wednesday, WWE.com reported that uh, Ambrose visited Doctor Jeffrey uh, Dugas. 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 A lot of these doctors have names that sound so fake. Yeah. Jo- what is his name? Jo- what's Maroon's person? Joseph. Joseph. Doctor. Hello, I'm Doctor Joseph Maroon. Yeah. No, you're not. That's fake. <laughs> Anyways, he, he visited Dr. Jeffrey to get his arm. I'll call him that. Dr. Jeffrey. To get his arm Dr. Big Jim. Um, uh, following uh, Ambrose's examination, uh, WB.com talked to uh, their own doctor, Chris Simon, who told them, quote, an MRI has shown suspicion for a high-grade triceps tendon injury, possibly a tear, so he is undergoing surgical exploration and most likely surgical repair of the torn triceps tendon. That surgery will be happening later this evening. We should have further de- uh, sorry, I can't read. And we should have further updates either later tonight or tomorrow morning as to what the findings were, what the structures that were damaged were, and also a timeline for, for recovery. The following day, um, that they reported, on the operation that Dr. Jeffrey performed, with the Dr. Jeff, with Dr. Jeffrey saying, mm-hmm. quote, he tore some of the distal triceps tendon where it attaches to the forearm bone so called the olecranon. So I guess it'll probably be down here. Olecranon. Um, Dr. Jeffrey told WB.com, um, he basically tore about 50% of the triceps tendon away from the bone. So yesterday we repaired that back down to the bone where it tore off. The surgery was very straightforward. Removed all the extra bursal tissue, all the extra swollen stuff around the elbow. Uh, Doctor, I'll start. I'll go here. Give you a break from talking. Doctor Jeffrey added that Ambrose had already started physical therapy, but offered uh, the but offered no estimated return to the ring for the lunatic fringe. The Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, suggested the injury may date back to the TLC pay-per-view on uh, October 22nd in Minneapolis when he took a bump on a table that didn't break. His right elbow swelled up immediately. So if you recall, there was two spots during the match where tables didn't break. One in the ring 
which uh, Dean kind of laughed off, yeah, right. and Cesaro kind of shrugged off. Mm-hmm. And there was the other one up on the ramp that looked mm-hmm. like it, it probably hurt a bit more. Yeah, right. It was on the ramp. Um, I didn't I mean we have to go back and watch the show to see which spot particularly Meltzer is referring to, but I would suspect it would be the second one. Yeah, probably, maybe. That one looked a lot stiffer. Yeah. Um, so this is a bummer. I mean, you know, well, Meltzer also notes in the in the, the newsletter that a full tear usually requires a six month recovery time. Since yeah. this is a, a partial tear, fifty percent tear, you would think the recovery time would be half that. Yes, <laughs> obviously that's exactly <laughs> how. If it, if it was a ten percent tear, it would only take, take uh, like six days. Six days. Oh wait, no, six months. <laughs> Eighteen days. Sorry, 18, Eighteen days. days. Yes, that's good math. <laughs> exactly. Doctor, Doctor Stephen, Doctor Larson. Yes. Um, yeah. And since so Doctor Jeffrey didn't come in on the recovery time, then we have to speculate. I, I would think five months. Maybe four months, probably <laughs> four months. It yeah. could take the full six months. I don't know. It depends on the, how invasive the surgery was. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was able to wrestle for a couple months with a torn tendon or mm-hmm. a partially torn tendon. Um, and so I guess, you know, it, it would it would require the, uh, the, the reattachment to heal to a, a good enough degree where they mm-hmm. felt confident that they could send him out in the ring full time. Yeah. Um, without, you know, with just a 50% tear, I don't know how long that would take. Um, I don't know if there's some sort of brace they could put on it that would give the arm enough support mm-hmm. to allow it to heal while he, while he could work. We know Dean Ambrose is, is, is likes to work. He, apparently, he's wrestled more shows than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. were the last, I don't know, yeah. three, four years. Yeah. He doesn't miss shows. Yeah. Um, so, but, if there's a way for him to get back in the ring, I'm sure he will do it. Well, the bigger, the bigger question, of course, is what does this mean for... Because Dean Ambrose is but a cog in the plot of Roman Reigns' eventual ascendance to universal like champion of everybody. I know, exactly. Um, so the big question is, where does this leave? <laughs> where does this leave Roman Reigns? <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, but it's kind, no, of, I know, I it's know. kind of the truth. Because, okay, your scenario, and the one I think that, that they were probably aiming for would be Shield... Uh, uh, gets the tag titles. Gets the tag titles, and they all stand tall with all the titles... At the end of Mania. At the end of Mania. Because who wouldn't cheer that? Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, Seth and Dean are basically being used to put to get Roman over. I mean, yeah. it's kind of obvious what they've been doing. And so it does kind of leave that up in the air because if Jason Jordan, if last I checked, Jason Jordan is not a member of the Shield. No, but he is taking Dean's place um, in upcoming live events. He tagged with Seth and Dean this past Monday on Raw as a six-man tag match, even though him and Seth aren't really on the same page. No. They have a mutual hatred for Samoa Joe, but that's kind of where it ends. Um so, I mean, you know, nobody wants to see Jason Jordan right now is not, he is not over. Yeah. Like people seeing, even though, look, I, I have caught up with you in terms of enjoying Jason jo- Jordan. Appreciating his work of late, yes. I've always liked his wrestling work, but I'm actually fully His character work pretty good. Yeah, I kind of dig it. I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, but I understand why the people in general, the masses, are going to boo the guy. Oh, because he's doing his job well. It's, it's kind of, it's by design. I yeah. know. But that's not going to help Roman Reigns get over. No, 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 no. Um, and so... I don't know, man. Um, well, let's say let's say our our initial recovery time three months. This is only a fifty percent tear. Is accurate. I mean, that, that yeah, gets that'll back get them back in time for me. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they can kind of they can do this. Give Dean a couple months off to recover. Have him come back in a non wrestling capacity. Mm-hmm. Still involved with the Shield. Mm-hmm. Maybe as it gets closer to Mania season, he's not in matches, but he can be more physically involved. Yeah. Um, so at the end of Mania, you don't get Seth and Dean reclaiming the tag titles, 
But you do, you do get the shield in the ring together celebrating Roman's universal title victory. Well, hold on a second. What about this? What? What's one of the biggest ways... What is one of the most surefire pops a wrestler will get? His return from injury. Yeah. What if they held off? I'm not going to say all the way to Mania, but if they wait till... What's the... What is it? Fastlane, the one before Mania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they have Seth and Dean... Let's say our three-month time frame or even four. So how many months are we out from now? Like five from Mania? Four? No, less, it's about four. Four from Mania. Four. Okay. Let's say even our four-month time frame is okay. What if they hold off... What They could do one of two things. What if they hold off on his return, assuming he's okay to come back, until Mania itself? Could be. Like, his return at Mania, them winning the tag titles at Mania, and I don't know how exactly they'd set it up, but them winning the tag titles at Mania, and then Roman winning the Universal title, like, the fans will be still marking out here yeah, for yeah, Dean yeah, Ambrose. Yeah. That could be, that well, could be enough to get them cheering you for know, Roman. We saw, the, we saw the, the Hardys make a surprise return at Mania last year with the tag titles. Yeah, so it was huge. It was there's, there's precedent for it. Um, it I mean, I don't, happen. I don't know what they would do with Seth in the meantime, but they could totally do the kind of thing where Seth's back is up against the wall. Maybe he's facing Samoa Joe, Thebar, even maybe a turn Jason Jordan mm-hmm. even more heel, mm-hmm. and his back is up against the wall. Dino comes in. Um, I mean, really, what the, honestly, what the, if in that scenario, what you'd want to do is, and they haven't been doing a good job of doing this, if you really want to get Roman over via the shield have Roman help out a little bit. If Seth Rollins is sort of facing, you know, impossible odds, Dean's return plus Roman helping him out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman had experienced some of that rub. If you have a WrestleMania where your A Raw story is booked around both the tag titles and Roman, if yeah. they if they if they plot twist it enough, if they plot it out, it could be really, really big for everybody involved, including Roman. Yeah. Here's another option. Let's just say Roman slides over into Dean's spot. Mm-hmm. Roman and Seth oh, yeah. win the tag title. Yeah. And uh, heading into Mania, Dean returns, mm-hmm. initially celebrates, mm-hmm. upset oh, yeah. that the Shield, or two-thirds of them, managed to accomplish so much without him. He gets mad, busts out the steel chair, hits them, deal, uh, Dean heel turn, and Mania. At Mania? Yeah. As much as I love it, that's like way... That's, it would be the raw after that, Mania. That's so something that, that could never happen. happen. But I, I like your scenario with Roman helping out Seth, because I think what's kind of missing from this Shield reunion is, is the shield? sense of brotherhood. Is the Shield. It's yeah. all three of them. That's because they have matching t-shirts on, and they come down to the ring together on occasion. Yeah, I know. It doesn't necessarily make it a full-fledged I know, Shield reunion. Needs, I know. There needs to be... You know, every time we see... I'm sorry, but every time we see Roman, we should be seeing... I mean, I know he was on TV this past week. But every time we see Roman, we should be seeing the other two and, yeah. and kind of vice versa. Yeah. Um, they should all come to the ring together. They should all come down through the crowd, right. shield music, all that. And I feel like they're dropping the ball on that. And if, you know, the plan should be to get Roman Reigns over by Mania, um, you can totally do that by just having him hang out with Seth mm-hmm. Dean the entire time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's it's, he's doing a thing with Samoa Joe right now. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how how it how it uh, plays out. And hopefully, later on this week or next week, we'll get a, a, an estimate on Dean's return. Well, here's also something to consider: is that I mean, look at TLC with the meningitis thing. Yeah. Sometimes the injuries force creative into being a bit more creative than yeah. you know just the the straight you know what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, next. This is kind of a this is kind of an interesting. Connect the dots type situation that yeah, we have here, um, especially in in light of the news earlier this week that uh, Vince has started up um, uh, another venture, mm-hmm. Alpha Entertainment. Yeah, um, and he, uh, WB confirmed that Vince started up this this new venture 
to pursue other uh, uh, business opportunities, investment opportunities, including those in pro, pro football. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then earlier this week, kind of maybe in light of that, uh, the Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, spoke about the possibility on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio of Vince selling the WWE, um, saying that Vince's attitude about a potential sale of the WWE was changed after WME's purchase of USC for $4 billion. I think we talked about this as well about a year ago in episode of Dirt Sheet when maybe um, the UFC sale was uh, being announced, mm-hmm. um, that uh, Vince's attitude. And I think in, like in conference calls and stuff like that, you know, maybe prior to that sale, they they would deny mm-hmm. that they had any interest in selling. I remember at one point, um, not Vince, but uh, was it George Berrios from one of the other WWE executives to something along the lines of essentially, you know, we'll see how business plays out. Yeah, they say we're a flat denial. Yeah, no, I mean, they've, they've sort of alluded to, you know, if and, and this is kind of obvious, but if the offer is right, then we take it. Now, the offer being right could be, you know, $100 billion mm-hmm. or something completely out of the realm of even close to being possible. But anybody would be kind of silly not to, you know, entertain offers like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, in this week's newsletter, the Wrestling Observer himself, himself, Dave Melser, um, spoke a bit about uh, Alpha Entertainment and uh, Vince's previous um, uh, experience with the XFL and how that kind of uh, pulled him away from his wrestling responsibilities at mm-hmm. times, um, uh, saying, uh, quote, actually posing the question, sorry, quote, if McMahon, who spends 24-7 on pro wrestling, starts new business ventures, whether they be football or otherwise, what will that mean to wrestling? He notes, quote, those in WWE in early 2001, when the company was involved with both football and wrestling at the same time, were working themselves past exhaustion, including McMahon himself. Um, and he, put, he asked, would Triple H then assume more, con- more control and pick up the slack um, with its focusing more on outside ventures. Yeah, he continues. He says, some feel the creative would improve with Levesque, Triple H, the game. And those who know uh, both have con- constantly told me that uh, they believe it would be better without the McMahon idiosyncrasies. I think we kind of agree with that. Yeah. And, quote, McMahon potentially overworking himself or delegating more to others is very significant to the future of the company. And he relates that specifically to uh, stock value and how, you know, because when the, when the announcements were first made or rumors first came out about Alpha Entertainment and XFL and whatnot, one of the, the concerns was and the reasons that Vince started a separate venture mm-hmm. to pursue these other uh, endeavors. So if it is a relaunch of the XFL or him starting a new football league, it wouldn't uh, adversely affect WWE stock price because it's seen it, as a separate venture. The stock price, by Vince yeah, The stock price back when the XFL started like plummeted when the WWE like when it was announced because he didn't make it a separate thing. He very much sort of. It wasn't like a co-brand with the WWE, but I mean, like Jim, even superficially, Jim Ross was doing common, Ross oh, and Lawler. Yeah, no, right, and then Ventura, too. And Ventura. And so the stock price did take a hit back then. So, you know, he's learning his he's learning. But his also, I think the, 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 the abject failure of it. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, uh, combined with kind of like humiliating aspect mm-hmm, of said yeah. failure, just the, the, the initials XFL. Yeah. If that ever is, is resurrected oh, in a yeah. new league. Yeah. And it was attached to WWE. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, here's the funny thing, though, is that Meltzer makes this point in the newsletter as well, that if Vince were to, uh, I, I, I take as sort of his word at this, that a lot of the stockholders feel that McMahon is integral to this. Well, he's synonymous with WWE. Yeah. Of the WWE. And if he were to announce that he's stepping away 
and leaving anybody else in, in control to do this football thing, I think the stock price would take a hit regardless, but not as big a hit, obviously, yeah, as yeah. if he said, yeah, WWE Ventures or whoever it is is doing this. Um, this raises a massive thing. Like, it's, it's kind of interesting that this isn't – I mean, I know it's all wait and see, and that, that yeah. makes total sense. But this could have massive implications for what we know of the, or what we know as WWE now yeah. versus where it might be six months from now. Mm-hmm. Given that, look, he's 72 years old, yeah. and according to that, uh, what was it, Brad Shepard Twitter that seems to be that seemed to have successfully leaked this information. If he announces on January 25th, like that, you know, the, the, the Twitter feed says. If he does announce something in, in, in late January or sometime in the first quarter of next year of 2018 that he's starting a football league, his, he's 72. I, know. I, I understand that he's Vince McMahon and he doesn't sleep, but we've already seen this past year he's traveling a little bit less, mm-hmm. perhaps delegating a little bit more authority here and there. It wouldn't surprise me if this took his attention, if he said, you know what, Stephanie and Paul and maybe Shane, um, you guys have got it figured out. Go ahead and run with the ball. I'm going to spend some time. Yeah. You can't do both at, like to the degree Not that he does time, no. the WWE. And I, and I wonder if, if you know, as, as you know, the, the primary stockholder still of WWE, he's a chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he retained that title mm-hmm. and but just said, okay, I'm stepping away from a, stepping away a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the day-to-day operations. Yeah. Movie. So, you know, I'm still in charge of the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he'd ha- yeah, he'd it's, have to it's be. literally just, okay, I'm still in charge, but I'm delegating more. He'd have to be that very diplomatic be for yes. shareholders to say, yeah, it's still my, you know, thing. But, you know, the shareholders don't really, I mean, are they there watching who runs day-to-day Raw? Are they there with a little address book, booking sheet? You know, they're not there doing that stuff. So I, I, I get the feeling that if this is a real thing, and it seems to be, we're going to see creatively a very different WWE. And you already see with, you know, I know it's sort of the, the tradition for NXT call-ups. You know, when you sign with NXT yeah. and then you get the call-up, you know, who, who do they take the picture with? They don't take it with Vince. They take it with Triple H. So we're getting to the point where, you know, WWE is going to be populated almost exclusively by NXT call-ups within the next five years. That's all it's going to be. Yeah. And so it seems to be the direction where it's headed anyways I just wonder if we're going to see a sea change in creative in 2018 in terms of WWE. Now, he, he says, and I agree with this, that w, we're not all of a sudden going to get NXT booking in on the main roster. That doesn't make any sense yep. for a number of reasons. However, the you can see a lot more long-term, long, more, yeah. more long-term booking, a more cohesive vision mm-hmm. of who characters are and where they're going. Exactly. And hopefully, ideally... Not so many sudden changes. Right, yeah. Like yeah. once you lay out a storyline for whether it be three months, six months, nine months, 12, you'll 24, see it out. You'll, play, you'll see, see it play, play out, out barring injuries. In a logical manner, yeah. Yes. I know, I know. Which is which is huge, and a lot of people really want to see, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is absolutely huge. If he does launch this football venture thing, this Alpha Entertainment, I mean, you know, he's he's 72 years old. He might want more, one more stab at building something new. Yeah. That excitement that comes with it. Yeah. And he might understand, hey, my coming. This might even lead to him selling WWE outright in the first place. We have no idea if there's offers out there yeah. from, I mean, Disney or whoever. Yeah. To buy the WWE. I mean, if if they offered 
Five billion dollars, six billion dollars. Yeah, he, I, I would imagine Vince would be hard pressed to say no to that, right? Yeah, I know. So long as there's some assurances that control of the company would remain in the family. Yeah, I know, I know. Or, operational know. control. I uh, say. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, this. I think this could have the potential to be something really, really big, and we're mm-hmm. just sort of, you know, this sort of the tip. So a little, about it. you know, like concrete information coming out about it. It's really hard to. Yeah, I know. Say one way or the other. I know, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It could be interesting. Uh, next, let's talk about the Women's Rumble a little bit. All right. Um, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, quote, the WWE's plan for the upcoming Women's Royal Rumble was kept so tightly under wraps that even the competitors were left in the dark. Yeah. Adding, quote, multiple sources tell us, that's Pro Wrestling Sheet, not us, that the women in the match were not given a heads up as to what Stephanie McMahon would be announcing on Raw, so the reactions afterward were genuine. Mm-hmm. So I know there was some people talking about how uh, the competitors kind of broke kayfabe yeah. during that statement. That's why. Yeah. Because they didn't know it was going to be announced. Yeah, well, they felt that it was, I mean, obviously WWE felt that it was a big enough moment to allow, I mean, Meltzer was criticizing it. We had kind of an issue with it, but I can see both sides of, of yeah. the coin here. You know, the, it did make some mainstream, you know, media thing, mm-hmm. press, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, it got coverage, I should say. And uh, I think, I mean, our, our primary criticism wasn't necessarily the announcement it, or how it was done. I think it was just there was, it, we would have preferred if there was some storyline yeah, 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 yeah. building up to the announcement, yeah. which there really wasn't. They had every, every, all the pieces in place to build up the storyline of, 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 of multiple people vying to become the number one contender for the women's championship mm-hmm. for both Raw and SmackDown. And that really hasn't been the dominant storyline yeah. in those divisions of late. Had they done that, I think that would alleviate our criticism. Yeah, if Stephanie, I think the announcement itself was fine. If Stephanie came out and I mean, just said one sentence, this chaos is too much to be contained in the ring, you yeah. know, and then went in with whatever she said. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I I didn't I didn't have like a major problem. No, with it. I just would here. have preferred like some storyline yeah. aspects. Same here. Um, but uh, no, I know that was kind of interesting. I mean, the writing was kind of on the wall. It's been on the wall Rumored for a little for while months, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not really terribly surprising. No. Um, and, of course, after this announcement on Monday, the Internet started talking Internet. nearly ad nauseum yeah. uh, about the potential of Ronda Rousey making her WWE debut mm-hmm. at the Rumble. Um, and the Melser said on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, I believe, that there has been talks in the locker room about, uh, amongst potential participants in the match that Rousey could be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrestling Inc., though, noted that Rousey is currently filming the, f- the movie Mile 22, with Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and that production of that film, I guess, is slated to continue until February. Yeah. February, of course, is after January, after the Rumble. Yeah, correct. So I don't know if filming of this movie would preclude her from take, uh, participating in the Rumble. Yeah. But that's just one day. I can't, you know, man. Out of production of the film, so who knows? It's one of those things I would, I kind of don't want to see. I kind of don't want to see. You'd think if she's in it, she'd have to win it. I mean, my thing is this. I understand when people say, you know, Oscar versus Rousey would be great because, you know, but I, I wouldn't want to see that. I think Charlotte versus Rousey would be great. Number one, you're not going to have, I honestly don't think you're going to have Ronda Rousey lose whatever match she shows up in. Yeah. Um, her winning the Rumble, I don't think anybody would boo that. Um, however, I, I do kind of feel like this is a moment, I mean, echoing Stephanie's sentiments, this is a moment for the women who built this. 
You know, agreed. And it's like I understand that you can you can probably make the case that in the general world of of sports and entertainment, including the UFC, nobody has been more integral in proving that women can be a draw than Ronda Rousey. Um, however, this is pro wrestling, yeah. and we know that it's predetermined, and people like to see when you know competitors, men and women, pay their dues and get to the point, this historical moment of a women's Royal, Royal Rumble, we want to see one of the people who have paid their dues yeah. in this business exactly. win. Um, and so it would it would feel kind of, I don't know, like they're, you're, they're cheating the, the people who deserve to celebrate this moment out of that moment. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, even though I, I understand that it's predetermined, but, you know, they're... They're competitors in the sense that they're all competing to put on the best show. Yeah. And they get their rewards because of that. Yes. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be kind of a, a distraction from that to have Ronda Rousey in the Rumble, even though, hey, you know, it would be great for the business. Oh, yeah. Great for us. I'm, 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 I'm curious to see how she can perform in the wrestling ring. There's also there's also the matter of, let me ask you this. Uh, we both know that, that Brock versus Roman is going to be the main event yeah. at WrestleMania. Would they have to pause and think about that if Ronda Rousey did have a match against, like, Charlotte at Mania? Would a Ronda Rousey match necessitate being in the main event? I don't know if it would go on last, but I think they would brand it as a co-main event. I think they would, too, because it's Ronda Rousey. Yeah. You're, you're, you're it would right. probably, have it would to brand probably go way. on second to last. Yeah, you're right. Where they'd have to, or, yeah. How do they do co-main events these days? Don't they do a filler match between them? It depends. What was it last year? The last one was Roman versus Taker. That was the main event, but then I guess the co-main event was probably Lesnar-Goldberg for the Universal When did title. that match? Did that match immediately preceded? No. Okay. I think there was the SmackDown Women's match in between. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I think you're right about that. Um, so they probably do something similar to that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm not huge on Rousey being in the Rumble, but it would be a massive... It'd be a massive deal. Oh, yeah. It wasn't... Tyson was in the owner's box at uh, the Rumble preceding Mania 14, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I could see her I could see her maybe surveying the scene. If you're going to the thing is, if you're going to have Oscar win. So, Charlotte announced on SmackDown that obviously she's champion, she's not going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, obviously. Oscar, I think is probably the, the best pick. And you agree with oh, this yeah. to win the Rumble, which would set up the Raw Women's Championship match at Mania. Yeah. Um, and then Charlotte would have nothing to do. I mean, that, this kind of writes itself. It really like does. you can have the mainstream press by having Rousey up in the owners' box or in the front row. Yeah. Something like that, or maybe a backstage encounter between her and Charlotte. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, it totally writes itself. My only worry about that is they they would feel the need to have Rousey and the mainstream attention be directed at Raw. The primary show. That's not a bad point, yeah. Versus SmackDown. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I'm still convinced that people within the company view as the B-show. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Despite the fact that having Rousey show up on SmackDown would be huge for SmackDown. I know. But I don't know if they care about that. It's so weird because I, I just view... I've always said, and I think you've agreed with this, I've always said that SmackDown needs its own marquee part-timer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. I mean... It's it's bizarre to me that they wouldn't want to jack up the ratings on SmackDown as I know. well because they've got a TV deal coming up. I know. It's like, wouldn't it, isn't it better to say, hey, we've got three million on this show and three million on this show as I opposed know. to consistently three million on this show and two and a half on this show? I know. Or two or I know. I know. You'd think you'd want two shows on equal footing mm-hmm. when you're presenting them for TV negotiations as opposed to we have Raw over here. This is a show we really love. It's been yeah. on for th- 25 years. Yeah. And this other show that yeah is mildly interesting to it's us. It's only been on for 17 years or whatever. Know. 
<laughs> you know, it's like they're coming up on some pretty big milestones of their own. Oh, I know. You know, like it's thousandth episode of SmackDowns, like big slate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, so I don't know, but no, I think I, I definitely think that Charlotte Rousey is is That's, sort of the way to go. It is the way to go. It, it, is. it is the way way to go. That should I mean on like, a lot of different levels. Yeah, and I know there's been uh, I know Meltzer has talked about this on several occasions that the uh, speculation about Oscar's use of the arm bar of mm-hmm. late is to set up a match against Rousey. Mm-hmm. Since, you know that was what she used as her finisher in UFC. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, dude, you can even do this if you set up if you set up Rousey versus Charlotte at Mania. At Mania in a backstage segment, just have just have Oscar pass by Ronda Rousey, set that up for the next Mania. Yeah, you know, because yeah. at that point Oscar will have have to have lost to somebody. Think so, yeah. And if she didn't, then I'm okay with her going another year undefeated and then losing to Ronda Rousey at Mania 36. Because at that point Rousey will kind of proven her credentials. Yeah, if we get through Charlotte, then you know you're okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be great. I think there's any number of reasons. Behind the scenes and in front of the scenes and in front of the cameras to have that be Charlotte Rousey just makes total sense. It really does. Anyways. We'll see if it happens, though, Steve. Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Check into it. I'll move on to the next story. All right. So it's the end of the year, and the end of the year, we always say it was the best stuff of the year uh, and sometimes the worst stuff of the year, which we're doing this weekend oh, on yeah. Count Out. we got two episodes this weekend on Saturday, the uh, 10 wrestlers who had the best 2017 uh-huh. on Sunday, the 10 wrestlers who had the worst 2017. Next weekend, we'll be doing our ten uh, top 10 matches and top 10 most disappointing matches. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rolling Stone magazine mm-hmm. um, is getting in on the end-of-year wrestling roundup business. Yeah. Um, and they kind of gave out their end-of-the-year awards, at least for WWE, and they named The Miz as their WWE wrestler of 2017, citing his character work and his feuds with John Cena and Dean Ambrose and saying that uh, a saying of his in-ring work, quote, Miz became locked in between the ropes. He was executing innovative offense that rebuked Cena's accusations of derivative skills while staying 100% in character as a sneering, sneaky, smart, and underappreciated worker. Um, You've often called Miz the glue that holds the show together. Yeah. He has been this year, yeah, especially with, with Brock as Universal Champ. Not on TV, hardly mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Uh, Miz has been top champ on Raw. He has been the glue that holds the show together. He was the reason the Shield got back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Storyline wise. Yeah. Um, like his character work during his feud with Cena was fantastic. Oh, Even it was great. Cena seemed like he uh, almost drove Miz to the edge of tears <laughs> yeah. on at least one, if not two, occasions. But we saw at WrestleMania. Yeah. That crowd was a hundred percent behind the Miz. Oh man, they loved him. A hundred percent. They loved him. Yeah. The Miz over the last year and a half is really reinvented himself mm-hmm. and we said countless times that the, the the path to becoming a true over face is you have a heel run the crowd loves your work as a heel mm-hmm. they start cheering for you mm-hmm. and then the company has no choice but to turn that wrestler face I don't know if the Miz needs to do that yeah I think he can just be Miz oh yeah be a heel more or less He's still going to get over. Yeah, it's not going to matter for him. Yeah. He's so good at that character. I know he's so good. Um, I really, I mean, personally, if I had to choose a WWE wrestler of the year, it'd be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best course. matches. Yeah, he's done some really good character work. He's elevated uh, other talents 
two great performances in the ring. Yeah. But I'm not going to argue with picking The Miz. The Miz has had a heck of a year. Yeah, I mean, I'm always I'm always more partial to uh, to what you can do inside the ring. And while I don't disagree with uh, the, their characterizing his in-ring work. Oh, it's been way better this year than it, it has been. It, it has been years. way yeah. better. Um, but, you know, AJ Styles is just, man, when you can drag Jinder Mahal to a, to a really good match. When you match. can fire Brock Lesnar, put on his best match in 15 years. My God, I know. I mean, that, that that's really something else. Um, but The Miz is definitely, man, I mean, somebody that... When did he do that uh, Daniel Bryan promo on... on oh, that was late tonight? last year. Late last year, yeah. but, like... That was kind of a catalyst. For that us. was absolutely the catalyst. Yeah. And, and since then... And we fight that as well. Since then, we've had some great Miz moments, and I think you're right about that. I think the longer that he's... The longer that he keeps on doing this, what he's doing, because he is locked in, I'll admit that completely, I think the crowd, the crowd will... Really starting up. Whenever they, I'll never forget when Enzo called Miz a paper champion oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. The crowd laughed it off. Yeah. The crowd was just they were like, No hold on a second. No. Yeah. That's not true. Like, you know, stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> and, so, and so I don't know, the the crowd the crowd it's kinda like the like, you know, we saw this on SmackDown, how the crowd they're they're not gonna let the crowd does kind of they they keep it real sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, when it's blatantly obvious, like with Daniel Bryan, you know we're we're gonna have Daniel Bryan's back. Yeah. Shane, I'm Shane, sorry. You're acting kind of shady here. <laughs> exactly. You're taking things a bit too far. You can be upset, but if you're gonna be upset, just fire. Don't punish, then fire. Yeah. And so when uh, what was it? Wasn't it against the Miz that the crowd started chanting? I'm sorry, it was the Miz and Roman Reigns. I think the rest of the Shield was in there, too. And the crowd started chanting something like, uh, you deserve it for the Miz or something. What, what, what was the line that Roman said, I've never heard, I've been all over the place, and I've never heard a crowd chant that before? You remember that? Yeah. Oh, man, what was that? It was something pro-Miz. It was. Like, thank you, Miz, or something like that. Something like that, yeah, yeah. And Roman kind of laughed it off, but it was like, no, man, the crowd legitimately appreciates the work that yeah. Miz does. Yeah. And he's taken the scenic route to get there. Yes. It's taken him so long, and it's not just that he's legacy and he's been there a while, because any number of people can, can you know, can claim that. But it's that, especially this past year, he's reminded people why he's had staying power. Well, I think one thing, too, is WWE has kind of embraced uh, internet news sites mm -hmm, yeah. and, and kind of taking advantage of those news sites breaking stories mm -hmm. for the benefit of storyline. Yeah. I think The Miz benefits from that greatly. Oh, for sure, yeah. he could deliver a shoot-style promo just as well as just about anybody, yeah, and like him and Cena. And it's funny because these days, and I, I wonder if this is because we've kind of seen it incorporated into NXT, and the main roster will on main roster they'll they'll show stuff, but like for example, leading up to Survivor Series, when people had to cut promos on their phones, like we saw this with Baron Corbin, mm -hmm. of course the mm -hmm. Miz, um, but then we also saw leading up to Clash with Mojo Rawley. You know these like little iPhone you know things that they're shooting, their little own promos. Yeah are making their way to WWE's Twitter feed, and yeah. then that makes its way to, to the actual program. Yep. So I wonder if they're going to start doing that, Could you be. know, in lieu of, um, you know, proper promos, because they, they work so well. They, they work so well. They do, and it gives, it gives people uh, an opportunity to kind of uh, loosen up a bit, and mm -hmm, not be yeah. so restricted by yeah. what they can and can't do on TV. Yeah. I mean, people are used to, like, if, if you think about it, it's a smart way to go because... The people that are younger, that are like you know, graduating high school or right, so they ingest their 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 entertainment. Everything is, is, is like, on the phone. Hey, yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna crap. Yep. 
got a couple. We got a follow up, Steve. Oh, follow up. So, uh, PW Insider, following up. Pro Wrestling Insider, maybe. Uh, following Pete up. Williams Insider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, following up on all the news as far as Cody and, and the Young Bucks show all in. Mm-hmm. Um, speculates they're going to be all in on Chicago, saying, "quote We are told the current plan." Is uh, it'll be in the Chicago area? <laughs> if one said, literally. Uh, yeah. But here's the question. Oh no! This is Chicago. Think, are we gonna put CM Punk in the uh, in the thumb today? Maybe. Well, is CM Punk gonna be there? Oh, I would. Man. I know. I understand that Ring of Honor had a really huge turnout for their last shows in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Chicago is 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 we've seen WB shows a hotbed. Oh man, yeah, big time for wrestling. Yeah. Chicago, wanna, Philadelphia, and of course Sacramento. Yeah. The biggest smart territories. Of course. Now, if they want to sell out a 10,000-seat arena, I'm really congested right now. Oh, my goodness. I know. Um, a wave hit you. Maybe Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daniel Bryan would be nice. They, they need Daniel Bryan. No, I said Daniel, Daniel Bryan would be, be nice. nice. Yeah. If he's available. But the surefire way to do it is just have CM Punk show up. He doesn't have to have him be in a match. Just have him show up. Uh, do you think he'd do it, though? He's taught me the Young Bucks have been bugging him for yeah, three I know. years. I know. If he's going to return, I know. join them. Imagine if he shows up and puts on a Bullet Club shirt. I know. Wow. <laughs> I will believe. Look, it, it, it might have. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know where his head's at. Like, sometimes, like, he's such a talker. Like, you always know where, like, you kind of know where his head's at That was the sometimes. case, but not, like the last year. Since he got uh, beat up by Mickey Gall, he hasn't really been talking much. Yeah, I know. He's I know he had a meeting with Dana White the last UFC event. Mm-hmm. I never heard anything about what came of it. Yeah, I know. Like whether he was asking when he'd get to fight again or whatever. Well, the biggest, I would think one of the biggest selling points for him would be that cease and desist of the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's got he's in the middle of a lawsuit right now, which he claims is bankrolled by Vince McMahon. Um, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. If I don't, I don't know, man. He seems. I know for the most part, I'm from what you can tell, he seems happy not being in the wrestling business. I'm trying to figure out what motivation he would have because what you just said is exactly true. He seems totally happy to be going after his blue belt in jujitsu or whatever it is. I don't know. Maybe he just kind of to be writing comic books. I don't know if he's bitter at all. If he's got a, I mean, he based on his character on TV, bitter. his character on TV always seemed to have a chip on his shoulder. I know, I know, but. If if there, if that if that is in any way I don't know if there's anything to that in terms of Phil Brooks wouldn't it be just fun you would think to stick it to the WWE dude you would you would totally think so you would absolutely think but so but he seems completely at peace with how everything went now he's never I mean, publicly he's never he he's never really gone publicly apart from the, the whole Colt, the Colt Cabana podcast yeah 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 and and really you know talked extensively about stuff. I guess he just did it all in that four-hour podcast. Man, I don't know. I did don't you ever listen to that know. whole thing? Uh, I listened to the, I think the vast majority of it. Yeah. I think I did. It's the, it was pretty uh, comprehensive. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. He just doesn't seem like the type of guy who would do that anymore. No, I agree. I would love to say yes. I'd love to. Dude, I mean, he would blow it. He would blow everything out. Like, where's my glasses? He would no, blow it out. No, you're not getting the glasses. <laughs> They're over there. Can you get them? No, I'm not getting them for you. He would, it I don't would, like the glasses. It would blow everything up. It absolutely would. And I could see maybe his motivation being less about... Oh, it wouldn't be spite. ...the WWE and more about... You know what? These guys are really trying to do something special here. My presence would absolutely help Catapult them up. Catapult them up another level, yeah. 
No, I I, 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 I jokingly talk about the spite aspect of he it. Also, oh no, I no, I don't think that's I don't think that's uh, outside the realm of possibility. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like what better man? I would man, somebody you know. If I had to spend all my money on lawyers trying to, you know... If I got fired on my wedding day? Yeah, I, spy, I'm I'm not above that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't think any normal human being would be, a, you know, not above that. I mean, I know he made a bunch of money on that UFC thing. Um, I just don't... Like, he doesn't seem to be... Like, he seems to be past it, but how yeah. could you be? You're, I know. You know, probably on a monthly basis, you're selling out money for... Lawyers, what's that process called? Discovery yeah. process, which costs like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's terrible. I know, man. To show up and put on a bullet club shirt, <laughs> I would love that. You know, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, I would. Too. I don't know. I have no idea where that dude's head's at. I know. You know, and it's difficult to say because you know when you see a picture of him with his blue belt in jujitsu and he's got a legitimate yeah, smile no, on his seems, face, he seems very proud of that accomplishment. He seems very happy with that yeah. stuff. Um, but I don't know what. Here's my thing also is that. I don't really know what his relationship is with guys like the Young Bucks. You know, I mean, I assume that he's on you know good. Yeah, terms I don't make they really. send interviews. They've talked to him. Yeah, on, sure. Yeah, on a number of, of occasions. But then didn't, didn't he do something on Twitter with Kenny Omega? There was like a video he shot. Maybe Kenny Omega just retweeted it. Oh, there was a know. video that he shot on Twitter. Punk did. Mm-hmm. That was for somebody. Like he was just trying to be an inspiration to somebody. And I thought Kenny Omega retweeted it. Yeah, about no, it, it was... Uh, but I don't remember the particulars. It was like a fan that he was responding to, yeah. I think. I forget, though. But, yeah, I, dude, I, I have no idea. I would... It'd be great. It'd be, it'd be would we go? Would we travel to Chicago? My, oh, yeah. My go. brother says Chicago's a lovely city. Yeah, let's take the wives, dude. Let's go. Cool. That'd be cool. Decided. It's decided. It's done. But they have to announce Punk was going to be there in advance. Oh, that's the only way? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like otherwise, otherwise, we can just go like we can see them at G1 special. We can go to PWG and see yeah, the box, you know? I know. Well, we have. Yeah, we we've done that. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, do you want to give? You want to trade some presents? Yeah, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Can I turn on some live aid? No, not live aid. Which no, one do I like? Because we don't get do the monetized. Do they know it's band aid? But we don't get the monetized. So do no, they know it's present time at all? There you go. Let's have. Look at my rap job. It's no much fun. Oh, it is no much fun. Here you go first. There's oh, at least one book there. Ooh, what is this one? It's from a. I, I oh, got a, it's a true collection. Yeah, I got a. Nice. Uh, I got a Cedric Alexander shirt from that website. Thank you. That's so cool. Ooh, another shirt. What is this guy? That looks like Stone Cold. That is Stone Cold. It's the eight-bit one. Oh, cool! I love it. Look at that guy. Da 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 da. What? You dumb son of a bitch! Oh, cool. Thanks. Look at that. It's the Brian Pillman book. Yeah. Heard good things about it. I know. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I thought you wrote something on I don't know. I don't know what that writing might be. I always liked your rapping job. Yeah. Squared Circle. Got two books. Cool. Life, Death. Is this the... Oh, Mass Man one. Yeah, I've been... Yeah. Wanted to read that one. This next one looks awesome. National Wrestling Alliance schedule story monopoly Look at that. Of pro wrestling. This looks like a textbook. It looks amazing. It does. Wow. <laughs> like, if, I imagine that if you're ever going to teach a class on pro wrestling, that I would know. be your first Oh, my God. Episode. I always talk about Eighth Circuit Court. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very exciting reading I right there. I got some Christmas reading. That's <laughs> dope. about the Eighth so Let me say. I didn't even look at it. I literally just opened, like, opened the package this morning. That's awesome. Look at this. I love this stuff, man. 
I go home and get my highlighter out. Here's a segment. Despite vocal gripes from Kohler, Tootsmont, commander of Antonio Rocca, was inducted into the alliance on October 19, in October 1950. Um, the, the contributions Mont and other members were giving his enemy in Chicago showed the cracks in their supposed union. It's so dramatic and it's I all know. cheesy wrestling. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy holidays. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Good stuff. And Merry Christmas to, uh, to all you happy holidays. Yeah, be safe. Drink a lot. Man! I don't I like went, eggnog. We can talk about eggnog? You know what? I'll give you some of the stuff that I got. I went to the store last night because I needed to get food for uh-huh. my family. To yeah. Feed my family. Yeah, food is good. Um, and I was like, oh, crap. I, I need to get some eggnog. Because that's the soft stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like in the last one. Um, I was like, I need to get some eggnog because I really want to just down a whole thing of eggnog. Um, and then I went and there was like, I did, did nothing look like traditional eggnog, and I was like, I don't know, this, this says eggnog on it, yeah, and I got it. But then I realized it's from Silk. When I brought it home, oh. it's non-dairy soy eggnog. That doesn't sound good. It still kind of tastes like eggnog, which well, you I see love. The, the nutmeg and the I the, like when the, it's thick the flavor. In it. I like when it's like you're drinking paint. Yeah, you want it viscous. I want it really thick. It's too much. It's kind of thin. So I don't know. Maybe this is eggnog you like. No, I just don't like eggnog. You don't really like the taste. No, oh, I love the taste. So good. No, I don't really. I never got into it, man. Oh, not to tell you. Amazing. Anyways, um, it's been a really good year. It has been a fantastic year, and uh, thanks to everyone who's been a part of it, who supported us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll do this stuff on the last episode of the year. Oh, okay. A week from. Well, you just brought it up. So <laughs> I know. I, I regretted it immediately. I mean, we can't say enough. Thanks to everybody for their support. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, really, yeah. we can say that every day. It wouldn't be too 2017 much. 2017 has been a Christmas present to us. It's the first year that we're completely independent. Yep. That's kind of great. And we're uh, and we're not working at Starbucks, so that's good. So far, so good. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, wait. Hilton, give me some out music. Always forget about the out music. Thanks, Hilton. Hilton, you have a good holidays. You have a good Christmas, too, yeah. buddy. All right. Bye, everybody. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.